We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham, and this summer, if you have travel plans to the Oregon coast, especially to Newport, you're going to definitely want to check out the Lincoln County Historical Society. Let's talk about it. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Susan Tissot. Susan is the Executive Director of the Lincoln County Historical Society. Hey there, Susan. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland. Oh, thank you, Gary. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Excellent. So you're kind of based in Newport, right? Well, not kind of. You are based in Newport. How are things in Newport today? Newport's beautiful today. Uh, the tide is out, and I'm looking at the uh, commercial fleet off of Port Dock 5, which is, uh, I have a fantastic view uh, from my office, and the public has a great view of it also when they're inside our building, the Pacific Maritime Heritage Center. Excellent. Well, tell me everything I need to know about the Lincoln County Historical Society. Maybe not all in one breath, but let's talk about it. <laughs> Okay, so the Lincoln County Historical Society started their work in 1948, and uh, they were established by a group of concerned citizens who recognized the need for historic preservation in Lincoln County. Uh, Like all communities, they saw some of the uh, historic buildings being taken down uh, and also realized that if they didn't start collecting some of the um, objects and images and documents and things from the community that it would be lost. Um, So their uh, efforts uh, combined uh, created our first museum, which uh, we still have, and it's over on 9th Street, which parallels uh, Highway 101, um, and it's uh, called the uh, Burroughs House Museum, and that's an 1895 home. Uh, so it's a Victorian house uh, that we have exhibits in and the museum store. Uh, and then we have a carriage house, which is a meeting space and a garage. And, and then our log cabin archives and research library um, that houses our large image maps and document collection. Um, in 2004, uh, the building that the Pacific Maritime Heritage Center uh, is housed in became available. Uh, and this is a flagship property, and a lot of people don't realize that this is connected to us. They also don't realize what this building is. It's, it's a substantial 30,000-square-foot building that's parked up on a hill right above Port Dock 5 on Newport's historic bayfront. 
Um, the building itself was uh, began as an 1890s family mansion. It's called the Bailey Mansion, uh, which burned down in 1923. And then in 1925, uh, World War I hero, General Ulysses Grant McAlexander came and rebuilt the home. And then after the McAlexanders, there were two other families that lived here. Um, the building later went underwent extensive remodeling and expansion in the 1970s and 80s and became two different restaurants and nightclubs before it became a museum. The restaurants and the nightclubs are what most people remember. Uh, they were very popular. Uh, the first one was called Smuggler's Cove, and it had a big water wheel down on the bayfront in front of the building. Uh, later, that became Gracie's at Smuggler's Cove. Um, and so you can imagine, 30,000 square feet, it's a huge building, and uh, some of the best views in town. Uh, we have a panoramic view of Yaquina Bay, the fishing fleet, and the bridge. Um, so in all three levels of the building, it's pretty amazing. And uh, so this was a popular uh, location, and they had a uh, you know restaurant space, they had uh, bars, and they also had a disco downstairs. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the, the 70s and 80s, you know, the blacked out room kind of disco. Uh, it's kind of a pit. Uh, some people called it the dungeon. And um, since working here, I've met several people who were on the wait staff at the formal restaurants, or they danced in the disco, or they met their partner there. Um, and that space is now our Dorsal Family Theater, which is a 121-seat theater that rivals anything you'd see in Ashland. Um, the drywall specialist who we recently worked with on our mezzanine gallery renovation, told me that he had worked on the building when the disco was added. And he remembers, you know, they poured black paint and sand into the mud to when they were doing the drywall work to make the disco pit. <laughs> Which <laughs> just sounds crazy. I never saw that. Uh, but uh, anyways, you would not recognize it today if you had been in the disco and then walked into the facility now. Uh, very, very different kind of thing. We're talking today with Susan Tisso, Executive Director of the Lincoln County Historical Society. And my goodness, Susan, there is a lot of history to be had in Newport. You've, you've given us quite a, quite a history lesson right now. Well, you know, it's, it's funny, um, but our building, uh, all our, our buildings actually are our biggest artifacts. Uh, most people, I mean, we have the traditional museum collections, but uh, these buildings have their own life and their own history, uh, which is pretty fascinating. Um, and they've, in our particular case, the flagship property is the Pacific Maritime Heritage Center that I was talking about that's on the bayfront. And um, the building has incredible woodwork. Uh, just from a you know construction standpoint, if when you come into the space, um, there's a lot of uh, old growth dug fir that was used in the building, um, and especially in our uh, Dorfler Family Theater, it's it's stunning. Um, you know the woodwork alone, and then uh, you open the curtains, and you're talking uh, you know talking about a view that kind of rivals what the Forest Service did 
when they did the Coldwater Creek Visitor Center for Mount St. Helens. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you watch, you watch the Mount St. Helens film, and the screen goes up, and boom, there's the mountain. Well, here, <laughs> you open those curtains, and boom, there's the commercial fleet and the Yukona Bay Bridge. It's, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, the Yukona Bay Bridge, that, that whole bayfront is just amazing. It's, it's very iconic. Uh, you know, it, it, nothing says coastal more than the New, Newport's Bayfront. Yeah, and that, uh, that smell. I love that smell. It just smells like the ocean. Oh, I know, I know, and it's pretty active. You can, if you're monitoring it, I mean, the fishing fleet here is very active. You know, they, they don't just crab. They do all kinds of fishing here, um, and there are fishing, you know, there's sails off the docks, but then we also have a lot of wildlife activity with the uh, California sea lions uh, that are usually down at the sea lion docks, but when they get bumped, they will jump onto other dock platforms and uh, so you've got uh, quite a chorus down there and a lot of seabirds and whatnot. And the killer whales, are, you know, a couple months back were coming into Yuquina Bay. Uh, I missed the pod coming in by 15 minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I left my office, you know, at about 5.20 and 15 minutes later they came in. Oh, <laughs> dang. That would be I something know. to see. Yeah, but we have a front row seat to the Bayfront, I guess is my point. Wonderful. Susan, tell me how the uh, Lincoln County Historical Society is funded. Okay, so the Historical Society, um, like other heritage organizations in Lincoln County, uh, is very fortunate to receive some county support to operate. Um, But that's a part of the funding pie. Um, and in addition to that, um, we are on the traditional hamster wheel that all nonprofits are on, and so we survive on donations, uh, museum memberships, admission revenues, museum store revenues. Uh, we write grants to fund specific projects. Uh, we look for sponsorships for programs. Uh, so it's that whole menu of, of uh, you know, contributions. Yeah, for sure. It, and donations are always always accepted and, and welcomed, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and needed, of course. Well, I can speak personally. I've been to Newport, uh, gosh, probably 20 times in my lifetime. And I, I think a lot of Portlanders in our area have also gone to the Oregon coast. But maybe if somebody hasn't been to the Newport area and the, and the historical society, uh, tell them what they'd experience when they get there. And why should they go? So, and why should they go? Well, one of the reasons they should go and, and, and also care about Newport is because we are Portland's coastal playground. Uh, as you know, um, a lot of Portlanders vacation here, uh, but uh, many also have secondary homes here. Um, Newport's history really um, post-contact um, really became a tourism destination. Uh, this was an early activity here, even before commercial fishing, um, and so that kind of formulated the town uh, based on um, people, you know, leaving uh, Portland and the Willamette Valley to come over here, even when there were no roads and they were in, you know, wagons and whatnot going through mud to get here. I mean, we have some spectacular photos in our collection of that, but 
Uh, anyways, when they get here, um, in this building, in the Pacific Maritime Heritage Center building, um, there are th- there's three levels to the building. And so we have some um, general exhibits on the main floor that talk about shipwrecks, talk about Native people, talk about fishing, uh, talk about uh, NOAA and their presence here. Um, you can see there four research vessels out our windows. They're just across the bay from us. Um, and um, then we have two changing exhibit galleries um, that uh, we've just actually uh, finished. The mezzanine gallery, uh, that's a brand new space uh, that was previously um, not remodeled and very, very raw. And it's now a full-blown gallery. And actually today there's an exhibit that's being installed up there. Uh, we partnered with Oregon State University uh, and their Art About Agriculture program has produced an exhibit called The Sustainable Feast. Um, and that exhibit is all about um, food, uh, food security and sustainability. Um, and so there are 49 pieces of artwork uh, that came out of a juried art show. Um, and these are artists from around the West. And uh, it signifies different aspects of food for people. And that's opening uh, this Friday, but it's going to run through September 30. So people have an opportunity to come down to Newport and see that exhibit. Um, And that's up on the mezzanine gallery. We also have um, what we call our galley gallery, uh, which is kind of a a funky name, but it's called that because the space was the original kitchen uh, for the restaurant that was here. Uh, previously. And so uh, in that space, uh, we have an exhibit called Animals in Nature, Art and Artifacts. And what's great about that show is that um, it's looking at wildlife through the eyes of three Oregon artists. But uh, we've also brought in taxidermied specimens, uh, three marine birds. We have a bear and a deer that are about 100 years old from our collection. Um, and so it marries um, some historic objects with the artwork uh, of these contemporary artists. Uh, and then ODF&W lent us um, a number of animal pelts so that people can get up close and personal with them. They can you know, take a look at these. Uh, there's a black bear, the complete bear. Um, there is a cougar. And there's a bobcat and a deer and a river otter. But the black bear and the cougar, I think, are really uh, just a, a, a great opportunity for people to really look at these animals because, you know, we're all afraid of them. Uh, and we hear about them and we hear about what's, you know, happening with urbanization and the loss of the territory for these animals. So there's this encroachment thing going on. And so there's a lot of uh, conversation about what to do with those animals. So that exhibits a great way for people to, you know, just kind of experience those animals safely and up close. In conjunction with that exhibit, we try to do companion programs. And so what is happening with that is on August 21st, uh, that Sunday at 1 o'clock, people can actually hear from two of the artists, Duncan Berry and Nora Sherwood, and they're going to be talking about uh, why they choose wildlife as a medium for inspiration, you know, when they do their artwork. 
Um, and then on August 28th, we actually do have a wildlife biologist, Skylar Garrity from ODFNW, coming here at 1 o'clock to talk about living with bears on the coast. Um, because there's a lot of misinformation out there. And so um, those are a couple of things. We have a really nice um, exhibit on the fishing industry, and it explains the different types of fishing that happens here uh, out of uh, the Port of Newport. Um, and because people think about crab or they think about salmon, maybe they think about tuna, but they don't think about the whole picture. Um, and so uh, that exhibit does a really great job of explaining, um, you know, the relevance of that industry. Um, so the other thing that people can do here, which is really, really actually cool in my mind, is um, our Dorfler Family Theater that I mentioned is a 121-seat, beautiful theater with a stage, and we have a 1915 Steinway grand piano on the stage. Nice. And the, the, yeah, and the acoustics are incredible in the theater. And we have partnered with the Newport Symphony. Uh, we have the Celeste Bay Music Festival coming in here in September to do concerts. But um, the thing that the visitor can do on just a regular basis in the theater is we have a touch panel on the wall and we have made 15 custom films and they range from two and a half minutes to 20 minutes long uh, and they're on different coastal topics. Um, the shortest one is uh, two and a half minutes and it's on the history of Nye Beach, which has always been a popular tourist location. Um, there are two Coast Guard pieces. Uh, there's a piece on logging. There's a piece on commercial fishing. Um, there's a piece on the Copeland Collection, which w is our Native American collection. Um, so it, it covers a whole range of topics, uh, and we're continuing with that. We're producing three new films that will come out in the spring. And so the visitor comes into the theater, and it's really great because you can select what you want to watch, and you just touch the touchpad, and it'll wake up the system. The screen will come down, and you can watch those films. And the films are really fun. It's a very large screen. It's like you're going into a drive-in. Um, and the films include historic images and music and interviews with people who've lived those experiences. Um, so they're very relevant and, and very authentic pieces and relevant to, you know, the Central Coast. Um, so there's a lot of different things people can do when they come here. Yeah, uh, a lot of different ways to spend your time. No kidding, Susan. I, it, it's amazing how much stuff you've got going on at the Lincoln County Historical Society. There's a lot going on. Dude, people should come over this summer right away. Oh, I know. I hope so. I hear it's going to be hot again next weekend. <laughs> well, you call yourself Newport's <laughs> best kept secret. Why do you? Why do you say that? Well, you know, uh, back in the day when they named themselves after the county, when they named themselves the Lincoln County Historical Society, that was okay. But what they didn't realize, um, there's, there's five other Lincoln counties in the country. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, there's one in Georgia, North Carolina, New Mexico, Kentucky, and Minnesota. So uh, when you just look us up on the Internet, we're not necessarily coming up right off the bat. And so... Um, what uh, we did then is we introduced another name called the Oregon Coast History Center, and uh, and that actually is is 
in our website. It's OregonCoastHistory.org. But so there's confusion about who we are. And a lot of people don't know that the, the uh, Pacific Maritime Heritage Center is part of the Lincoln County Historical Society. Uh, if they've been in Newport a long time, they are familiar with the Burroughs House because it is one of the last remaining Victorian homes here. So it, it stands out when you see it. Um, so they're familiar with that, but they're not connecting the two properties since we're in two different parts of town. So it is kind of confusing for people. It also is because the Maritime Center, uh, the Historical Society, bought the building in 2004, and then they spent 16 years uh, remodeling this building. Uh, The building was in pretty rough shape when they bought it. Uh, There were people in the community who said, torch it, don't even bother. And those same people have now said, oh my gosh, we're so glad you (laughs) saved the building. Because uh, it, it, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful building um, when you get in here inside because, you know, all this woodwork, which used to be common in Oregon, you know, we don't have this kind of stuff anymore. Um, you know, this the extent, this entire building is filled with beautiful woodwork. Um, so, uh, yeah, we've had a little bit of confusion. And then, you know, they got the building, uh, they opened up the building, and then shortly after, COVID hit. Oh, and yeah. so we shut down, uh, and we were we were closed for you know quite a while, and then started slowly back at it, open on the weekend, and then people didn't know when we were open, and um, and so uh, anyways, uh, long story short, as of a couple of weeks ago, uh, we are open back full force uh, Tuesday through Sunday, uh, eleven to four, so people can get in here every day of the week except for Monday. Excellent. Tell us again where you're located in Newport, both buildings. Okay. So the Pacific Maritime Heritage Center is at 333 Southeast Bay Boulevard. Um, And so that is, we're right uh, on the bayfront. Uh, We have our own parking lot, which is uh, actually like a huge thing on the bayfront. Parking is an issue, but we have a parking lot. If you just come up the hill onto our property, uh, we have a parking lot, uh, but we're right across the street from Port Dock 5, uh, which is right off the boardwalk. Um, so uh, we're easy to find. And then the other property, the Burroughs House uh, Museum and the Log Cabin site are over on 9th Street, which um, easily found uh, their Parallels 101, and it's uh, kind of kitty corner from uh, Pig and the Pancake. So you can't uh-huh. miss it. <laughs> There's a landmark. Yeah, exactly. So um, they're easy to find when you know that there's two sites. Um, but what I will say is that the Maritime Center is the site that's open. The Burroughs House right now is closed, and that's a staffing issue. Uh, and the the Research Center in the Log Cabin, that's by appointment. Excellent. So tell me, how, how if people want to support you or maybe even become a member, how do they do that? Okay, so they can do that when they're visiting, or they can do that um, on the website, or they can uh, call us, and we can take care of that over the phone. And one of the things that is really awesome, especially now that people are starting to move around a little more, um, is that we belong to a program called NARM, which is the North American Reciprocal Museums Program, 
there are 1,200 museums in this program around the country. And so if you purchase a patron-level membership from us, you get a special sticker on your card, and you can get reciprocal membership benefits in these 1,200-plus museums around the country. And so it's the kind of thing that if you're traveling at all, um, it's a huge benefit. Kind of Um, the gift that keeps on giving. It absolutely is. You support the the hometown uh, or the uh, you know home state organization, and and then you get benefits uh, elsewhere when you travel. So it's it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, excellent, Susan. You're kind of new to the Oregon uh, to, to the Lincoln County Historical Society. What what drew you to come in? So um, I started my job here May second. And um, this is a really kind of a fun story. It's a a coming full circle story. Uh, I had lived in Newport in the late 80s and actually met my husband at the Hatfield Marine Science Center when we were in graduate school. And so we both came out of OSU. And, um, And so then we bounced around the western states chasing our careers. And when uh, my husband retired, we were in Northern California, and I said, honey, look, <laughs> Newport's opened up again. The job had been posted, and, and we wanted to return to the area. I grew up in Portland, went to OSU for both degrees, but like I said, traveled around the West to you know pull my career together. And um, so we were able to come back which we're pretty excited about. That's excellent. Sounds like you're really enjoying your job. And there's a lot going on in the Lincoln County Historical Society right now. Great time to visit. It is. It's a great time to visit. And, uh, you know, it's just a fun place. And, you know, if nothing else, the view alone is is incredible. Excellent. Well, Susan, thank you so much for all this information. It's been really fun. Oh, thank you, Gary. We sure appreciate it. We've been talking today with Susan Tissot, Executive Director of the Lincoln County Historical Society. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.